Psalm 4. Lucas, you can go ahead with that, that first slide. Um, okay, Psalm chapter 4, verse 4, all right? Um, we are going to talk about anger, right? Oh, how I wish some of your parents were in here so we could talk about anger. Um, I think that there's kind of this deal going on right now where it's very easy to be frustrated. I was talking to a buddy of mine with no, I feel like I'm introducing the new iPhone, but I'm not, okay? Um, uh, I need a new iPhone, but I'm not introducing it. So, okay, let's back up. But, but I feel like 2020 is just kind of a giant trigger. Does that make sense? Like back in my day, there were these things called like trigger warnings, you know, where like don't watch this because you'll get really mad about this or that. Um, and 2020 is just a giant one, right? Um, politically, racially, emotionally, covidly, maskily, all kinds of different leaves, right? There are all these different um, opportunities to get angry, Okay, um, people have been cooped up for a while in quarantine. It gets very easy to kind of lash out and that sort of thing. So I, I wanted to talk for just a little bit about anger, okay, um, and give some maybe some clarity and some help with that. So um, Psalm four four, Lucas, you can go to the next slide. Ooh, this is going to get real bad. There we go. All right. So Psalm four four. Can I get Hannah? Would you mind to project and read this for us, please? Thank you, Queen. Thank you, Hannah. Be angry and do not sin. Think in your hearts, on your beds, and be silent. So again, this is a verse about anger. So let's get into it a little bit. But before we get into anger, um, question, okay? Like three of you are like, oh my gosh, it's Dwight. Uh, question, let's go, we'll go middle school first and then high school. Question, is it okay to be angry? Is it okay to be angry? Uh, solid mark, confident answer. Pain, go ahead, buddy. Sometimes, nice. Can you can you stretch that out a little bit? What do you mean? I think you're onto something. That is that is true and deep. So to to, to echo, let me just echo what Andrew said. Um, if you're if you get really mad, you might say something that you're not supposed to. First of all, good call. Um, and it could really hurt the friendship. So that, I think you're right, though. I think sometimes it's okay to be angry. So let's go high school now, high schoolers. Um, is it okay to be angry? And in the college class, if no one talks, which is pretty rare, I'll actually call on you, okay? So I will lower that ax if I have to. Is it okay to be angry? Thoughts on this? Feelings on this high school? Noah, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, so to, to ec- just, let me just echo what Noah said. Um, if, if, so it, it depends on whether or not the anger is justified, and it depends on how far you take that anger, okay? Um, so is it okay to be angry, which I think these are all really, really good responses, okay? Um, go ahead with the next one there, Lucas. So here's, if you're a, if you're a note taker, note taker, miracle. All right, here we go. With, with anger, it's not what it is but how we use it, okay? With anger, with getting angry, it's not so much what it is, but how we use it. So so kind of the first myth that we need to get rid of tonight is this idea that anger is always bad, okay? Because it's not. Anger is not always a bad thing. It can be, just like like you guys said. Um, (laughs) Anger can become a bad thing, but you don't always have to feel bad when you get angry at stuff. Go ahead, Lucas, to the next one. Anger can be good. And these are just four things that I had thought of. All right, So a couple of reasons that anger 
can be good. We'll get to bad anger and boo in just a minute, right? But first, let's go through some good reasons it's okay to be angry. So first of all, anger shows what we value. Um, I got a speeding ticket as a college student, which I think is kind of a rite of passage for college students, unfortunately. But I got one coming back from Statesboro on I-16, where there is nothing for like 200 miles. It's horrible. Um, and I got a speeding ticket, and Skip was not pleased. And he, he was very angry, but, but the, he was mad. I'm not going to tell you how fast I was going. You, you can ask me after. But that, he was angry because I was going so fast. But he wasn't just mad because I was going fast, right? He was mad because of what could happen after that, right? He's mad because I was going so fast that if I had mis- messed up while driving, it could have been very, very bad, okay? He values my safety, Anger can show what we value. Anger shows what you care about. Does that make sense? Anger is your care taking action. That's what anger can be. When something you care about is threatened, you're going to get angry at that. You're going to push back against that. Anger is your care taking action. So anger shows what we value. Here's the other one. Care and protection. Um, like there are, you know, you, you could see, you'll see YouTube videos or like... Um, Kristen is in this weird phase, right? My wife, Kristen, is in this phase right now where she is on Facebook before she goes to bed, which is, I mean, you might as well just take a drug. It's awful. So she's on Facebook, but she'll, and she'll watch these things of like kids getting made fun of, but then, but then someone comes in at the last minute to like defend them, and she's always like, it's just so nice. Like, she, like every other night, that's what she does. But like when you, when you see like a kid who's, who's, defenseless or maybe even special needs or something, getting made fun. Doesn't that just like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like it makes you angry because, and that, and that anger at seeing someone who maybe has special needs getting made fun of or something like that, that's, that's good. I would argue that that is good anger because it shows what you care about. It shows what you want to protect. Okay. So again, anger can often be love taking action. Two more. Number three, Jesus got angry. If you're taking notes, right? Note taker, miracle worker. Mark 3, 5. Mark 3, 5 says this. I don't don't know if you can see it from up here, but Jesus looked around at them with anger, (gasps) grieved at their hardness of heart. So Jesus got angry. Um, Raise your hand. Not a trick question. Sometimes pastors will be like, God, that's just not me. Raise your hand if you think Jesus was perfect. Okay, raise your hand if you think Jesus was perfect. As I'd say, this should be this this should be a softball. Okay, yeah. So Jesus was perfect. He was without sin. Now think about this: if Jesus is perfect without sin, and he got angry, that means that there are some instances where anger is good. I'll even let's go a step further. If Jesus got angry and he was perfect, that shows that there are sometimes where if we don't get angry. When we should, that can be sinful. So, so I want to kind of get this idea out of your head that you can't ever get angry, that anger is always a bad thing, right? Jesus got angry. Last one, anger leads to order. Um, anger can help fix things. I'm mad that this isn't going right. I'm mad that this isn't working the way it's supposed to work. That anger motivates me to fix it. Does that make sense? That anger can motivate me to get things back to the way they should be. So let's just kind of rehash real quick. 
A couple of reasons anger is good. It shows what you value. It shows it helps you care and protect for things, uh, care for and protect things. Jesus got angry, so not all anger is bad. And anger leads to order. Anger can lead to protection. Go ahead, Lucas. Um, so here, here's one from our boy Tim Keller. Okay, anger is love in motion. Look at that. Anger is love in motion to deal with a threat to someone or something that we truly care about. Anger is love in motion to deal with a threat to someone or something that we truly care about. Um, just kind of one example, but when, when my brother was in middle school, middle school is that age, especially public school crew, middle school is that age where you go to PE and you start changing in the locker room. And my brother had come home and said that a couple of kids were making fun of him in the locker room just for changing and stuff. And I thought that my dad was going to literally murder these children, right? Like I thought Skip was just going to take it into his own hands. But, but again, that shows that he cares about his son. He cares about my brother. So anger is love in motion to deal with a threat to someone or something that we truly care about. Here's the last thing. And in many ways, it can be right. In many ways, anger can be Correct. Go ahead. Um, so, but here's the other. Here's the other side of this, right? Anger can be bad. Here's two reasons that anger can become bad. Uh, Matthew, can you just read? You don't have to read the whole thing. Just the the title of that first bubble on the left. Bitterness, bitterness right? Anger is bitterness. So anger can, or excuse me, anger can become bitterness. Anger can lead to bitterness and rot us from the inside out. Okay. Some anger is healthy. And, and here's the thing. You could get angry for a good reason. Um, someone's making fun of someone else, and that makes you angry. It's good to get angry at that, to care and protect for that. But then you just let it sit, and you let it burn you, and it spreads into your heart, and it turns to rot, right? Have you ever seen mold or something on the inside of a house? That's what happens when, especially sometimes water, will get into the wood of the house. Water is a good thing. No one's going to debate that. Water is good and, and, and good for us. But when water gets in there and just sits, you see how that good thing has turned into something bad if left unchecked? Anger is the same way. Um, you know, coaches will tell players all the time that are really fired up. Coaches will tell players, fire can either keep a house warm or it can burn it down. And it's the same thing with bitterness. Bitterness is anger that has been allowed to sit and soak and spread throughout the heart, right? All right, here's this next one. Um, Reagan, can you read the title of this other bubble? Violence, okay? Uh, hurting other people verbally or physically. We're not talking about self-defense here. It's another sermon for another time. But you guys get it, okay? This can lead to hurting other people verbally, okay? The sticks and stones guy must have just lived in a bubble his entire life. Because when people say, like, you know, sticks and stones can break my but words can never hurt me, uh, words are brutal. Words can cut really, really deeply, right? So, so the two, two, and these are just two of the reasons. This, is, this isn't a, a, a definite list. Two reasons anger is bad is because it can lead to bitterness or violence. Go ahead. Um, so let's look at Psalm chapter 4. Psalm chapter 4. you got to be impressed with these emojis that I found on the, uh, the uh, internet, interestingly enough. So its author, Psalm 4, was likely written by King David. Um, it was, now this is interesting. 
It's used for worship in the temple. And when I say worship, I actually mean like singing or corporate prayer. So this wasn't just, a lot of times we take the Bible and we think it's just meant for you, like you and your quiet time. And that's good. It's definitely for that. But this is a psalm where David's trying to help his people understand anger. And it was meant for everybody to sing through and think through. So it was almost like a corporate lesson on anger for everybody. This thing that's interesting. And it was also, last one, it was a prayer that you could say every evening. So, so again, it's this idea of if I'm angry and that anger is starting to rot me away, this is a place I can go to every single evening and work through. I think maybe for some of us, it's time to put our phones away in the evening and crack open Psalm 4. Because one of those is just going to let that water seep deeper and deeper and continue to mold into our hearts, right? I can't believe they posted this. I can't believe he said this. I can't believe she's voting for that. I can't believe this is happening. And, and you dwell on that, right? Versus if we will turn that off and focus on what God's word has to say, it might help get rid of some of that rot. You see what I mean? It might help get some of that out. Um, so again, Psalm 4.4. Be angry. And do not sin. Think in your heart on your beds and be silent. Okay? Um, go ahead. So here we go. Be angry. David is likely talking to his followers here, people who are listening to him. They're frustrated, right? I don't know if any of you can relate. They're frustrated. Things are going wrong and not getting better. Mm, interesting. Uh, David shows how to handle the anger they have. And this is what we just talked about. At times, anger is normal. Anger is, is right, and anger is necessary. Anger can be a good thing. It's okay to get angry when things aren't going your way or when things are, are frustrating to you or you look around and, and there's injustice and things like that. It's okay to get angry. So that's why David says, be angry. Let that, ang- let, let that go. That's okay. All right, next up. Um, be angry, but do not sin. So we have this again. Sometimes anger can start bad and stay bad. But here's the other thing. Sometimes even good, righteous anger can stay on fire for too long and burn us down. You think that your political view, you think that your racial view, you think that your COVID view or whatever, or your view on the hype house, right? I don't know. I'm just trying to get with the kids. Um, Your view on these certain things is correct. And it might be, but notice this, fire is a good thing, but even, you know, if fire burns a house down, it doesn't matter if it was good fire or bad fire. You see what I mean? I think one of the things that we're, that's happening in our country and, and even at your level is that you may have a viewpoint that is good and right and healthy and you're mad about it because this is what's happening is not right and, and this is what we should do and this is what we're going to do. But, and that fire that you have is good, but you just let it burn for so long that it's just going to collapse you from the inside out. Does that make sense? You have, a, you have a point of view that's good. You're right. No one's de- this isn't about right and wrong yet. Nobody is debating the fact that, of whether or not you're right or wrong in your view. But your view is burning you down. Sometimes, sorry, that was me. I gave it away. Go back one. Sorry. Um, Sometimes even good, righteous anger, good, righteous anger can stay on fire for too long and burn us 
down. This is what happens when your viewpoint becomes your God. When your viewpoint becomes not just something you talk about, but something you worship. Now when someone disagrees, it's not that they disagree with your point of view, it's that they're attacking your God. Does that make sense? If they're not going to politically do what you're going to politically do, that's, you should be able to cut ties with that and be okay. But if you can't let it out of your teeth, it's because your God is being attacked. You see what I'm saying? That's idolatry. That's how anger burns you. Anger is, is a good compass and indicator. It's a terrible God. It's a terrible God. Because anger, just like fire, is only designed to burn and produce heat. It can only destroy if you let it go for too long. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, example. We're angry at something that a sibling did. Not that any of you can relate, right? That's, it's okay. They did something wrong. They're in the wrong. I can't believe that, that Sheila did that to me. I'm so angry, right? So good anger. That's good. You're mad. Okay, I get it. But rather than talk to them or our parents about it, we dwell on it and we let it eat us alive. I can't believe they did that. Can you believe they did that? And you're sitting there playing video games and you're like taking it out a little too hard on the, on the Call of Duty zombies, right? A little too much, right? Um, maybe you're, you're doing your skincare routine and you just let it burn too, like you don't focus. I don't know. I'm just trying to relate, right? You, you just let it, you just can't get it out of your teeth. You can't let this go. You cannot let this go. Um, so rather than talk to them or our parents about it, we dwell on it and we let it eat us alive or we lash out on that sibling, turning the dial from 50 to 100, trying to get them back. And now it's even worse. Now we're both in trouble. You've taken this fire, which was originally good and could have been used to talk to your parents or to have an, an honest conversation with your sibling, God forbid, right? But instead you held it and now it's burned you both down. Um, again, be angry and do not sin. Think in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Go ahead. A um, couple of tips and tricks for anger. All right, When you've got that anger, whether it's right or wrong, again, some anger is good. We've established that. But regardless of where your anger is, look at this. Let other people speak to your heart. When you're angry, we love, we love to... Maybe you're in your car and you just love giving that speech to yourself where you're in the right and you have that moment where you're, where you're just telling them off and you've owned it and you've won and everyone else in the hall at school is clapping in your fantasy and they love you and that guy is right, wow, she's super angry, but she's super cute. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's finally happening. Like everything is coming together, right, in this fantasy. And we love to live in that fantasy where our anger is being vindicated, is being justified, but we're only seeing our, you just kind of get your blinders in like that. Sometimes I'll get frustrated with something, and I'll text Kristen, and I'll be like, hey, can you just text me for a little bit? Because I'm starting to, do you, I don't know if you guys can relate, do you ever get, just get like lost in your head? You know what I'm talking about? Like you just get completely lost, and you're just thinking about stuff that doesn't even make sense anymore. And so I'll text Kristen, and I'll be like, can you just text me for a little bit? We can just talk about nothing. I just need to get out of my head, right? So let someone else give you some perspective. Not that your perspective is wrong, but when it becomes all you see, imagine high schoolers, imagine trying to drive like this. It would be a nightmare. Driving like this is already pretty difficult, right? But imagine this is what happens when you just let anger, just, just your perspective all the time. It's good. Like your perspective is good, but eventually it can get ridiculous, right? Look at how ridiculous I look. This is what you look like when your anger takes over, right? It's not cute. It's awful. All right. So let other people speak to your heart. But number two, take steps to solve that anger. Oh, I'm so mad at what she said. Okay, that, you're justified in that. Can you talk to her about it? 
Or I'm so mad at what this person said. Well, is there, so can you speak with the other person about it? Can you do that? Or maybe that's, that's not your thing or you're not able to. Is there, is there a higher authority that you can bring into the situation? Uh, Kristen and I live in these apartments right here by the Rome Brave Stadium. But we have neighbors who have moved in. And I don't know if they're professional cloggers or what, but they are the loudest people that I've ever encountered in my entire life. Uh, and they're just so, it's like all the time. Like, I don't know if there's a band thing coming up. I don't know what's going on. But it's all the time. And it's burning me to death. And Kristen Fine was like, look, talk to Danielle as our landlord. She said, talk to Danielle. See if there's a way. And so I went through to Danielle, and she was able to call up and just kind of pass that along. And things have gotten better. Versus if I just let that continue to burn me. So is there someone else? Is there a higher authority? A parent, a teacher, me, one of your leaders, whatever. Is there someone else that you can bring into the situation to help it? These are just ways you can get outside of yourself. Sometimes other people have to help you put that fire out. Does that make sense? And look at me. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. We're sinful. Our hearts are broken and bent away, so we're going to take our anger, and we're going to want to worship it all the time. We just are. We, we love being vindicated. Sometimes we need other people's help to, to put that fire out a little bit. Okay? Go ahead. Um, and so the next part of the verse, right? Think in your heart on your bed. Um, bottom bubble here. What are problems in your life that are not getting better? Sources of your anger. Is it a quarantine thing? Is it a political thing? Is it just some kids at school? Is it drama? Not that any of you guys have that. Is it, is it what's going on? Is it something that, what, it, what is it in your life that's not getting better, that's making you angry, right? What's going on? Um, are these things that aren't getting better, are they pointing you to God? In other words, are you just focused, are you drowning in that anger, or are you going to God and asking for help, right? Are you going to others and asking for help? Are you going to friends and saying, hey, can, can we just go get like lunch or something? Or can, we, can you just text me for a little bit to just get me out of my head with this? Or what do you think I should do? Are, are you taking steps to try to get out of this thing that's not getting better? Because sometimes the Lord will put things in our lives, okay? Sometimes the Lord will put things in our lives that aren't designed to get better right away. Sometimes we're supposed to be stuck with him for a long time because he's doing something in that, right? He's doing something in that problem that's not going away. Um, yeah, we got time. Let me give you one quick example. Um, I'm taking a class called Christian Encounters with Islam right now. And long story short, Islam has five pillars that every Muslim is supposed to obey. Some of you may know them, but one of them is this thing called Hajj, okay? Which means they have to go to Mecca uh, once in their lifetime, Okay? And you've got all these Muslims, and, and some of them are not wealthy. And so they'll save up money for their, you can look this up, they'll save up money, some of them, for their entire lives, for this one trip to Mecca. And this year, in 2020, you've got, you've got all these Muslims who have saved up money, think about this, their entire life, to go to visit Mecca, right? Uh, and now, they've, they've got the hotel room where they're going to stay, they've got their travel arrangements in place, they've got family over the Middle East where they're going to stay, and they've paid all this money, and they can't go. Do you know why they can't go? Because of COVID-19. They can't go. And that money, they can't get back. Their whole lives, and they're devastated. And Middle East Christians are going to them and saying, what if there was a God who didn't require you to make this trip? And now all the suffering that they have had to go through because of COVID-19, 
is bringing them to the Lord. Look at what the Lord is doing. And the reason I bring that up is because I know, and, and I agree, I'm, I'm ready for this to be done, I get it. But sometimes the Lord will put things in our lives that are not designed to go away right away because he's doing something in our own hearts. Maybe, he's, maybe one of the things he's doing in your life with something that's making you angry is helping you with your anger. Is he's, he, he's trying to push you out of the nest. Stop, stop resting here in my comfort, in my all this stuff. I'm going to push you in love. I know this sounds weird, but in love, I'm going to push you out of the nest so that you will ask for help, so that you will try to dethrone this anger, so that you will try to put this fire out, right? Go ahead to the next one. Um, this is the first verse of Psalm chapter 4. God of my righteousness. That's what David said. David remembers that God is good and loving. Nothing happens to David that doesn't go through God first. In a psalm about anger and a dealing with his anger, David focuses on God first. This is huge. In a psalm about anger that David's trying to use to help him with his anger, he focuses on God first. He pulls his gaze off of this thing that's making him mad and focuses on God. It doesn't doesn't solve everything, but it helps reorient where he is. Um, You have given me relief when I was in distress. That's Psalm 4.1 again. Another translation is, in close corners, you have made space for me. I remember times in my past where I've been boxed in, Lord, and I didn't think there was any way out, and somehow you made space for me. You got me out of that. You got me through that. In the Old Testament, the Lord told Moses, take a pile of rocks. And I know we we hear that and we're like, ooh. But he says, take a pile of rocks and stack them up as high as you can. And when your children ask you, what is this for? Tell them, this is a monument to when God was faithful to me in the past. There are all these things in in the past in my life where I thought, how am I going to do this? How are we going to pay for a wedding? How are we going to get through seminary? How are we going to handle this? How am I going to deal with my in-laws, right? Amen. How am I going to deal with this? And the Lord has over and over and over and over again shown up. He will do it again. So that's what David is saying here. That's what David's saying here. In, hang on, sorry. In close corners, you have made space for me. I remember in the past how you've gotten me out of things. You'll do it again. Go ahead. Um, David opens his prayer by remembering who God is and what God's done. That's how he starts. He doesn't get on, you know, whatever, Israeli Facebook or Instagram or whatever he doesn't try to numb himself through TikTok, okay? Hoping didn't hit too close to home, right? He starts with the Lord and honor and, and remembering who God is. Remembering who God is, and that will get him through. A um, couple of quick things. Psalm 4.3, but know that the Lord has set apart. So this is right before that verse on anger. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. This is huge. He remembers that the Lord hears him. When I'm angry, when I'm stressed, when it's not happening in my life, and I cry out to God, I remember that he hears me. I'm telling myself. Now now think about this. Why would you have to remind yourself that God hears you if he's just solving your problems all the time? This shows that David is going through something that's not been immediately solved. He's got to remind himself, the Lord is listening to me. The Lord hears me when I call out to him. He really, really does. Last one. As Christians... This is based on 4.3. As Christians, God has set us apart for his special protection. This doesn't make us cooler or better than anyone. It's by God's grace alone. 
But as Christians, God has set us apart for his special protection. We have been set apart by the rest of the world, from the rest of the world by God's love, by his love for us. That's what set us apart from, from the very beginning. If he loved you enough to set you apart way back when, why would he abandon you now? This cannot be changed by people, no matter how much they bug you or irk you or how wrong they are. They will never be able to ultimately take something away from you. They will never ultimately be able spiritually to move you away from, out of God's love. Okay? So Psalm 4, 1 through 4, I know high school kids, I mean, and middle school kids and 30-year-olds and adults are all, not that I'm not an adult, you get it. We're all terrible at quiet times, right? Because we just don't know where to start. I think Psalm 4 might be a good place for some of us to go, especially if anger is kind of getting the best of us, okay? So-